the brains behind the La Jolla Writers Conference, my good friend Richard Kurtz, and uh, today's Rhetoric versus Reality. Yes, indeed, it is back, and uh, it is fantastic. Let's tell you a little bit about it. News or snooze of the week. Well, it's another week, and the world has not ended a nuclear war. White privilege has not overrun the Constitution, and despite the best efforts of those who think that most hardworking Americans are stupid, they have not prevented President Trump from doing his job for all Americans. So all in all, it was a pretty good week. Maybe. Richard Kurtz, media specialist, political science author, and of course... He is here to touch on a few of the highs and the lows of the week in this round of Rhetoric vs. Reality. But first, Richard has a public service announcement about the other IRS. Rich, take it away, my friend. Well, just a little while ago, I got a phone call from Marshall something or other. Could have been Marshall Dillon, could have been Marshall McLuhan, <laughs> could have been <laughs> Marshall uh, Dillon. Who claimed he was from the IRS and that uh, I needed to call right away because of a criminal fraud on my tax returns. Uh-oh. So knowing that this was a truckload of baloney, did I put that nice enough? Uh, and that was information I got from my CPA saying that the IRS never calls you. Nope. Uh, no, if they show up, that's a problem. But if they call you, it's not a problem. Uh, anyway, um the number was 222-844-3218, should anybody want to use it. And I think everybody <laughs> dial it just for the hell of it. Uh, and uh, I called them back. Oh, really? How did that go? Back, and a woman answered, and I asked for her address. And oddly enough, she gave me the address of the federal building in D.C. So apparently they've been doing a little bit of homework. Yes. These crooks. And... Um, and I said, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to get there this afternoon, but, and please, if anybody is sensitive and doesn't understand my sarcastic way, club your ears now. I said, please send the tall blonde wearing the black panties and with the special handcuffs with the little <laughs> black lace bow on them, and make sure she's wearing the black boots, because I just love it that way. And if you That's want to right. come along, too, we'll have a great old time. That's uh, awesome. She was somehow speechless at my response, <laughs> and so I hung up. Well, but I suggest that if you <laughs> the get black call, boots, like I like them, that's fantastic. <laughs> I suggest you, you, you and you and my friend Ross Long both have, but both both have a, a commonality. Now you guys both like boots. I think that's awesome. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, if 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 they. Uh, if you get this kind of call, feel free. If you have any pent up anger and all, just call them back and just let it go in their direction because they deserve it. These people are illegal. They're looking to get your private information to screw you. The IRS never calls you. No. So don't fall for that. That's the public service announcement part of this. What uh, <laughs> got Richard Kurtz with us today here on our big broadcast and. Um, Anything interesting happened in Mother England recently, my friend? Well, in case you haven't crawled out of your Afghan cave yet uh, to get to get your local internet broadcast, um, there was a wedding in England about a week ago. And just in case you really didn't know the important part of it, because CBS mentioned this about every seven minutes for 48 straight hours, yes. Meghan Markle is a mixed-race person and therefore changed the tenor of the royal family forever. That seems wow. to be the most important thing about the whole thing is that Meghan Markle had 
parents of apparently two different colors. Hmm. I don't know if that ever made a difference to me, but apparently it made a big difference to CBS. Uh, and this is important. The real thing to really understand about this is that as they continuously refer to her as a multiracial person, I was rather confused because I thought we only had one race on this planet, which leads me to wonder if she is somehow crossbred with an extraterrestrial, which would definitely change the royal family, I would think. But other than that, that's England. <laughs> it is Richard Kurtz. He's with us today here on the big broadcast. Richard Kurtz, of course, political scientist, writer, PR strategist, and carpenter. He's an unapologetic New Yorker who transplanted his tribe from the New York Tundra to San Diego Sunshine over three decades ago. And he joins us today here on our big program. Now, um, what new camping safety for the boys' scout and the girl scouts and the scouts, I guess? <laughs> well... You know, this is a continuing educational experience for me, having been a scout for a brief period of time and having been a young man, unfortunately, for a brief period of time. Um, the president of the, whatever the scouting organization's name is this week, announced that there will be condoms available at this year's scouting jamboree. Now, I find this a real uptick in scouting safety more important than teaching them how to be careful with a pocket knife or not to drink the, the water or not to eat yellow snow or anything else like that. I think having condoms at a scouting jamboree is just a great step for mankind. We've got was a... That being, we've was that being sarcastic enough? Uh, well, uh, there, there, there you go. We've got uh, Richard Kurtz with us today. He, of course... Uh, Joins us live. His background includes securities, finance, construction, elected office, and currently Rich works as a media relations specialist, bringing experts to media around the country, and he's with us today here on our big program. Now, who is uh, swinging on this week's quote-unquote gate? Well, this would be Spygate, and we're all kind of left swinging in the breeze here because we're hung up on the definition according to the whole group of whatever you want to call them, the Clapper, Clinton, Obama uh, group, whatever name they want to give themselves this week, but they don't really think that sticking an informant in an opposing political party's campaign is spying, and I'm kind of hung up on the definition of a spy being a secret informant for an adversary. So going to the simplicity of words... Somebody's lying, but what else is new? Um, it's very much like the changing of definitions. I mean, there's no such thing as illegal aliens. They're undocumented travelers. There's apparently no longer anything as a drug dealer. They're just unlicensed pharmacists. So I'm sorry if my sarcasm is overrunning my common sense at this point in time, but I just plain don't get it. We've got Richard Kurtz with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone. And uh, Richard's independent perspective on America crosses party lines and is anchored in common sense and the Constitution. He resides in the San Diego Sunshine with his high school sweetheart and uh, their dog and too many books in progress. And, of course, uh, his commentary is found in columns, national magazines, and on radio across the country and around the world. What's new in football, my man? Well, they officially announced, and this is... Uh, week old news so it's theoretically not news anymore but that they're going to require everybody on the field that's 
in the game to stand up for the national anthem now. Um, Roger Goodell apparently, you know, had whatever surgical procedure was necessary to give him the testosterone to do so and got together with the boys and decided that it would only be appropriate to uh, to honor the country that enables him to make a ferocious living by just playing a game. But that's not all that's new in football. We have a, um, a wide receiver from the Seattle Seahawks who has come out and labeled President Obama an idiot. Well, yes, this wide receiver named Baldwin did go to Stanford, but from my personal knowledge of some people who went to Stanford who cannot even spell football, my guess is, is that if Baldwin didn't play football, he would never have seen the Stanford campus. And aside from the fact that he's never produced anything, and the only thing he's ever done is play a game for an enormous amount of money, I would tend to take what he says with more than a grain of salt. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Of course, our uh, good friend Richard Kurtz joins us on the telephone. And uh, Richard Kurtz, of course, is uh, one of the good folks over there at uh, PR Strategies and, uh, of course, uh, Media Relations Specialist. He's with us today here on a broadcast. And uh, who is the uh, idiotor-in-chief this week? Well, again, I'm sorry I missed you last week. This is from last week. The, uh, the Esquire editor, Jay Feldman, he decided to tell the entire world that all the guns in the United States should be confiscated. And um, because being a journalist, you know, or an alleged journalist, he knows everything and should make this decision unilaterally. But aside from his selective illiteracy of the 27 words that make up the Second Amendment, there's the fact that besides the NRA, there are approximately 90 million, 90 million legitimate gun owners in the United States. So I would bring him a message from history from about 480 B.C. by Leonidas, who said to the Persians, when they wanted him to surrender and they had him out, outnumbered maybe, you know, a thousand to one, um, he said, Molan Lavi, come and get him. That would be the same <laughs> message I give to him and anyone who plans to confiscate guns in this country. Come and get him. We've got Richard Kurtz with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast. And uh, Richard, I uh, look forward to chatting with you next week. And uh, have yourself a good rest of the week, my friend. Next week, I promise to be serious and calm and polite and maybe only a little sarcastic. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Rich. Appreciate it, brother.